All right, imagine how hard you could flex on all your friends if you had Gucci shades. Right now, you can go to Crown Point Eye Care and get 20% off of all Gucci sunglasses if you mention their ad with Local 219. Steam Whistle Coffee in Crown Point, Indiana is now offering a free cookie with any purchase of $5 or more. Are you a health nut or a gym rat or just the type of person who likes to do meal prep but you still want your food to be delicious? Head on over to Lean Kitchen Company in Sherrillville. Right now, they're offering 20 bucks off of every order of $50 or more if you mention their ad with Local 219. Prime Steakhouse on the Crown Point Square is now offering $10 off when you spend $50 or more when you mention their ad on Local 219. Asparagus is an Asian fusion restaurant in Merrillville on Broadway. And right now, if you mention this ad with Local 219, you can get 10% off of any carryout or online orders. This is Tasty 219, powered by Local 219. The Northwest Indiana Food Podcast. Everything you hear on this podcast is just our opinions. We are just two guys talking about food. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. This is Tasty 219, Season 4, Episode 9. Nine. Wow. Nine. This season's flown by. This season has flown by. Um, it might be slightly noisier than like a, a standard format episode. We are at Viking um, just for fun. <laughs> um, we're not talking about Viking. Um, we're, just, we're just here. <laughs> we're just recording it here because why not? And no, we are not drinking any of the Viking beers. That's not true. We have Viking beers. We're talking about different beer today. But, Cheers. Um, we're talking about different beer, and we're doing our traditional restaurant review format today. We just uh, we happened to be at Viking because we were close by, and it sounded like a fun idea. So I walked in. I go up to Travis. I'm like, hey, can I, can I use the room for a little bit? And he's like, yeah, whatever. Go ahead. So funny story. Last night... Uh, my mom tried the caramel apple weiss for the nice. first time. Yes. Um, it's been in uh, scarce supply here this fall, I think. Yeah, because of you. <laughs> so the last time Travis told us that uh, they had some, I came down and I got a four-pack. And uh, me and my mom were playing cards last night. And she goes, hey, let's try that beer. So cute little thing. As we're tasting it, she goes, well, I can't look at it. It's disgusting. I said, yeah, it's kind of like murky pond water, but it's so good. And she closed her eyes as she was drinking it, and she goes, I would drink this again. And she goes, is this a mead? <laughs> so that was pretty funny. I mean, she, she doesn't listens, know. It's okay. So she listens to the show and picks oh, up hey, on the Oh, thanks. I appreciate you. I hope you're doing okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we are taping at... Viking Artisan Ales. We are taping. It is 1984, and we are using tape. Everything is analog. <laughs> we are recording at Viking. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. Uh, I'm Greg. I'm Larry. Yeah, and shit, we, we should have did that on while. Tasty 219. You say we're better known as Tasty 219. Yes. I think more people know what my name is than that. I don't know. I'm certain <laughs> that more people know that well, Okay, so... It doesn't matter. Um, um, so we did our... Um, well, what do you got? We get into anything prior? Well, yeah, let's talk a little bit. Okay, what's up? Yeah, um, we haven't done a traditional style episode in a couple weeks. No, we've had guests, and this is kind of untraditional as well. This is so, unreasonably untraditional. Yeah. We're doing a normal style episode on location at somewhere else. Yeah, so um, next week is our season finale, and that's going to be our... Favorite coffee spot. Our favorite coffee spots. And um, we are very fortunate that our friends at Steam Whistle are going to open up for us and we will be yeah. able to record there. Very cool. It was a uh, really lot, uh, how do I say it? Just a fun exchange of messages with this person about all kinds of stuff. And they're like, yeah, let's do it here. I'm like, 
very cool very for sure. Yeah, so super nice of them, and then like they dropped like funny references to the show, and I'm like, oh, you you listen to the show. Yeah. So shout out the Steam Whistle folks for a number of reasons. Their coffee is very good. Yeah. Um. So you had someone last night. Uh, that you texted me and said, hey, this person listens to our show. Tell us a little bit about that, how you came to know that they had listened to our show and what parts of it did they like? What are you talking about? Didn't you say Tyler said he listened oh, to the show? Oh, yeah, we were just talking. Like, yeah, I forgot. I was truly deep. That so literally just happened no, before we came on. Right, we're just talking, <laughs> and then he like brought up the lemon rice thing, and I'm like, oh, you like the show? Because like, well, yeah, it's cool. I love food. This is, this is a neat thing you do. And I'm like, oh. Thanks. Yeah, that's So, awesome. I mean, it's not a super specific type of thing. But he did mention, he's like, hey, you guys ever go to House of Kobe? I'm like, I've been there plenty of times. I don't, know, I don't know if it's Kobe or Kobe. I could be saying it wrong. Kobe Bryant. Who knows? Number of things. Kobe. Kobe. Uh, <laughs> fucking nice. <laughs> um, but he's like, you ever, you ever want to go there? And I'm like, I'd love to do that. So he's like, well, let's, let's go. And then me and Sam will come on. And I'm like, you know what? Okay. <laughs> It is so exciting. So many people want to come on the show. You know? Uh, Everybody eats, man. I get it. It's cool. Yeah. We were just uh, out Friday night for a friend of ours, a friend, friend of a friend, birthday party, and the bartender there, and a good friend of ours and of the show, Colleen. Uh, yeah, she, what up? She also wants to come on the show. So, yeah, that'll be, that'll be nice. We'll have her. I'd be into that. Yeah. And then um, we have... Uh, another restaurant in Valpo that um, requested us to come out there, and that's going to be our season opener of five. Correct. Yes. So, got some stuff going on. Yeah. Nothing crazy. If you want to get some season four merch, I would strongly suggest that you go and purchase some today because we know when we launch a new season, Larry likes to get rid of the old and bring in the new. I'm a designer and I have fun with that. So um, that yeah, I'm going to probably wipe out. There's a couple things I'm going to keep. Um, the biggest seller this season was the, the Brioche Naoli shirt. Um, that'll stay. Maybe I'll have a new colorway up. Um, but that ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Mm-mm. So anything else we want to bring up before we hit into the show? Um, no. No, not no. at all. No. How's life? I won't get into that on the show per se, <laughs> but uh, not ideal for, I guess. I don't know. It's fine. Okay. It's going okay. All right. So, our pre-podcast a brewery that we went to is someone new to the show. We sort have, of. Well, they're sisters to Manic Meadery. Yes. And we went to Gnosis Brewing. We did. That's at 8250 Utah Street in Maryville, Indiana. And what does Gnosis mean, Larry? Knowledge in Greek. Hmm. I'm glad that they shared that with us because I would not have. I know known a couple that. other Greek words. Can they be shared on air? Uh, I know that the word zeo is Greek for life. Ooh, interesting. Um, well, if anyone knows me, I love '90s Christian metal, and zeo is the definitive band of '90s Christian metal. Let's not go down that hole. But I love zeo, and that's where we are. Yeah. So you can find them at Gnosis, G-N-O-S-I-S, brewing.com. Totally. They're open Friday and Saturday, 4 to 10, Sundays, 1 to 7. Cool. You had me put down in my notes, hmm. Oh, hum. Hum. We were in there, and I hear this, like, slow vibey, sludgy, heavy music. And I'm like, I know this. What is this? It was uh, the Hum record that came out in 2020. It was my number one album of 2020. It's an amazing album. I was very, very happy that they were playing Hum in there. Yeah. Very cool. They played a lot of cool music in there, but huge shouts for them playing that last Hum record. It's phenomenal. It's a lot of black and white, very similar to where we are now yeah. at Viking. The, the, the build out in there is very, it's very modern and clean and, and bright and cool. Uh, I really like the build out in there. It's, it's pretty. 
And for those of you who had visited Devil's Trumpet, that's where Gnosis Brewing is located now. I've had a lot of Devil's Trumpet beer. Um, I've printed a lot of shirts for Devil's Trumpet. I had never been in there. So while we were in there, I did Google some pictures of what Devil's Trumpet used to look like. Not that. No? No. totally different? It, it looks considerably different. Yeah. So um, where else do we want to go with that? It was a lot of black and white. Uh, you like the branding very much. Love the branding. The typeface on their logo is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I don't know who did it or where it came from, but it's beautiful. So we each did a flight to try their beers. We each beers. did a flight. We had a couple of similar beers in our flights. Yes. The two that we shared were with a K, and that's a hazy IPA, dry hopped with Citra and Motuska hops. I don't know if with a K is a reference to the song Constantine by Something Corporate. I could very well be wrong. If it is, I noticed, and that's very cool. And if not, I'm just a nerd and think everything is in that world. Well, they did play a lot of music that was up your alley, I thought. It right. wasn't very so easy I listening think that, music. Um, may, well, Something Corporate is very easy to listen to. They have a piano and stuff. But um, I don't know if that's what it is, but it's, uh, it's kind of specific. So I think... If it is, respect, love that. Yeah. What did you think of that one? I loved it. Um, I'm a big fan of hazy IPAs um, for a couple of reasons. One, everyone knows that I like bitter, weird beer for sure. Um, I also like when I, if I order a hazy IPA, I kind of know what I'm going to get. It's, uh, I guess, consistent for lack of a better word. I know, I know what's coming to me. But this one was different it was bitter for sure but it went down really easy and as for how sharp it was it was very smooth i agree uh it wasn't as hazy as some that i've had before. it was pretty damn hazy but yeah uh so the other one that i liked was the summer brute uh, is that the blood that, orange that was the dry hazy ipa with blood orange that was one of my favorite beers I've ever had in my life. And I'm not really, kidding. Really, really good. And then to round out mine, I also had the POG. Nice. Which, yeah. Which oh, my God. was super thick. It was thick. It almost reminded me of like um, an Untitled Art um, slushy yeah. type of deal. Exactly. The um, one that which, your mom liked at Asuka. I, go crazy for those. Yeah. I love them. They're some of my favorites. Who's? And the flavors in that, all that, like passion fruit, orange guava, all in there. Yeah. Loved it. That was the best beer I tried all night. And um, and that was on your flight. So when I took a sip of it, I'm like, hey, do you hate this? And I know you don't because it tastes like a damn smoothie. Yeah, it tastes really good. I just don't like the consistency. It's really, really thick. But I was really hoping you'd be like, oh, no, I don't want this because it was that good. But uh, of course then, you did. Yeah, and then I rounded out my flight with the Tropical Hurricane. It's a fruit punch-inspired session mead, and that was really good. That could really get you in trouble. It was just like drinking Hawaiian punch. It legitimately tastes just like fruit punch, which is kind of wild. I did like that. Yeah. And do you remember what you ended yours with? Well, I had the with a K on my flight, and I had the summer brute on my flight, too. Um, I also had a stonewash, which is another hazy IPA. I, rare, I know, because, like, it's what I do. Um, that one was for sure my least favorite on my board. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Um. And I think maybe because the other two IPAs I had were so good. And this was a really standard, it tastes like almost kind of like a Lazarite or a Foggy Geezer type of thing. Um, Not as good. And it was good. And I'm not downplaying those beers because I love those beers. I love Foggy Geezer. I love Foggy Geezer. I like saying it, Foggy Geezer. That's why you just said it slower just then? Is that one? Cool. Good one. You're a foggy geezer. <laughs> Sick. Um, also, just to, I guess, nail that a little bit more, um, the branding on the foggy geezer and Lazarette stuff, like um, like the War Pigs. And that's a War Pigs in an 18 or three Floyds collab, right? Um, that branding is, is hard. It's really cool. It's very sinister, just black and white. I love it. That's neither here nor there. 
Um, that's kind of where I was with that, though. Um, it just was a, a really standard hazy IPA, and it was not bad at all. It was quite good. If I was somewhere and someone's like, hey, do you want this Stonewash Gnosis hazy IPA? I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I do. Because it was good. I just If I was there, I know that there's better ones, and I would get those instead. Yeah, I enjoyed all four of my uh, And I ended... Actually, I don't choices. know if it was at the end of my flight, but it's the only one we haven't talked about yet. Uh, I got a Departed, which is a capital D-E-P, Arted. I don't know what that's a reference to, but... Johnny Depp. That's two Ps, though. True. Johnny Depp wasn't in the Departed, either. Whatever. That doesn't matter. Um, it's a, uh, a double English porter, started with nitrogen. So it look, it's very dark, very brown, with a thick nitro head on top. It looks like a nitro cold brew. Yeah. I typically don't like porters, but that one was pretty good, and I feel like I could have drank that. I'm not a porter-y, per se, really. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I might be. Because I also say I'm not like a stout person, but every time I get a stout, I like it. Exactly. So I think I, I might like porters and stouts. Yeah. It's like I always say, you can't say you're not a wine person. You just haven't found the right wine for you. And it's like that. Porters, I'm sure, too. You just got to find the right one for you. Correct. So would you go back? Hell yeah. I would love to. Yeah. I'd go back today. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go back after this. Yeah. I just needed a hoodie. It was chilly in there. Sure. Is that why you were looking at the merch? No, I just, I didn't see any merch. Oh, they had and merch. all they had was pictures of their merch, so. Safe space, I get it. I think it's, I think it's clever. Yeah, it's all right. All right, so we're going to move on from our pre-podcast brewery to the main event. The main event. Dun, 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 dun. This was suggested by my coworker, Joe, and his wife, Christina. Sure. It's a relatively new establishment. It's incredibly new. They've been open, what, five weeks, he said? Yeah. Five yep. weeks, and we went to Trail Yard Kitchen and Bar, and that's at twenty five fifty one Clifford Road in Valparaiso. Yes, it's back by Creekside Golf Course. Okay, it's in the old Gary Stroud Racing Building. Sure, they bought that and redid it. You can find them at trailyard.org, and they are open. Tuesday through Sunday, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m., and they're closed on Mondays. Very cool. When you walk in, you are greeted right at the coffee shop, cafe type thing. Yes. Where they have coffees. They serve Dagger Mountain. Dagger Mountain, yes, one of our favorites. Um, well, don't give away too much about that. No, but we do like Dagger Mountain. I do. I love Dagger Mountain. And uh, we also learned that all the bakery there is made in-house. Yeah, all the, all the baked goods they sell in their cafe. And they have a lot of, like, vegan and gluten-free baked goods, which um, not super common of a thing, for sure, which is very cool that they can cater to that type of person. That's very rad. I like that. So shout out them for that. Um, we did have a baked good. What was it? It was like a... Death by chocolate cookie. And it was fantastic. It was very chocolatey. <laughs> very good. Okay. So we move on to first impression setting and aesthetics, as always. Um, to me, it felt like a lodge that you would find in Colorado. Oh, yeah. You I know, have, that yes, forest yes. green and the gray tile floors. And the outside had like that, that pole barn metal. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And uh, what you've uh, educated me and our listeners on, that live edge floor trim. Yeah, they had live edge floor trim, which is just like, um, I don't know how to describe live edge without just saying live edge wood. It's like heavily Heavily varnished or shellac, shellac, shiny, um, jagged edges. Yeah, like a natural, crazy, squiggly edge. It looks very cool. When I saw the outside and and the branding and everything, um, it was very familiar to me. I worked in the bicycle industry for a very long time, and I saw it. And I'm like, okay, Colorado. Guy with a flannel, five-panel hat with a leather patch. Absolutely. Pro probably named Coda, rides a, a Santa Cruz dually. Um, yeah, it's, it's very Colorado mountain bike bro, for sure. And I know I, there's a bike shop 
there as well. Yeah, we didn't get a chance um, to look at that. And but- I know that um, they do a lot of mountain specific stuff, and with their aesthetic for that, they are nailing it. Yeah, it well, is. Well, they have perfect. those uh, uh, mountain bike trails out back. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, like um, flannel dudes with Subarus and dogs. Dogs named like Sprocket and stuff. Um, yeah, it's they're they're crushing that. So they're doing yeah. a very good job of this. They had the coffee shop up front, and in the back was a bar, a uh, very nice bar. Um, there was a nice, large deck that wrapped around the east and south sides of the building, overlooking the trails and Creekside Golf Course. Yep. A very, very, very beautiful, beautiful view. The whole spread, really pretty. And it's cool because it's um considerably isolated. Oh, yeah. Not a lot around this at yeah. all. Yeah. Which is cool to get this type of dining experience in this location. It's not a thing you would ever think of. It's pretty cool. I the, like that. The only thing that I thought was missing to get that whole lodge vibe was a fireplace somewhere. Sure. You know, like maybe where we sat later in the evening by the couches or between the dining room and the bar. Mm-hmm. It just... It, it seems like that would be a perfect fit. And we're moving on to service. Um, we had a wonderful server named May. Mm-hmm. And she said, like the month. So, <laughs> makes me think it's spelled M-A-Y. Um, I know M-A-E is a common spelling of that name. I don't want to go down this hole so much because I've been doing it a lot lately on the show. Um, Mid-2000s. Christian band that I love called May. M A E, that's their name. My grandma, her name was Jesse May. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm familiar with that as well. Nice. Um, so she was very pleasant. Um, she was. Telling us, you know, the choices we make are were good or, you know, suggested different things. Mm-hmm. Very prompt and courteous. Courteous? Courteous. Sorry, I, I just bit my tongue. It's like Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, and brought out the food, and yeah, she was very good, very friendly. Absolutely, she yeah. was great. I would go back and request uh, a seat in her spot anytime. Well, before I would go that, doing that, I would like to go again and experience a different server, for sure. Just because, like, I don't want to be like, this is the best one, because it's the only one we've had, but she was fantastic she was super nice she was very friendly um wasn't around too often to the point where you're like hey let me alone right it was great she was very good we get very lucky with service for sure so i don't know how i want to bring this up but i'm just gonna gonna bring it up and then you can interject and and correct me or or whatever so while we were there looking around there was this gentleman Older gentleman, like, I don't know, between years and my age, I would say, he was hustling, bringing out food, setting the tables, that type of thing. Uh, Later on, after we closed out our ticket, he came up and introduced himself to us. Yes. And his name was Tony, and he was definitely a hands-on manager. um, I think he's like the GM or front house manager, something like that. He totally... Introduce himself with his title, and we are trash for not remembering this. But uh, he's one of those. Yeah. And uh, he was working. He was working. He was working. Yeah, and I really admired um, the hustle. Sometimes and- a restaurant GM is not working. Yeah. So huge respect for that. Yeah. Very, very cool. So I appreciated that as well. Definitely. Definitely agree there. How about you? What was your take on the server and service? Um, Without covering anything I said, because I did kind of bounce in here and there during that uh she was really really nice she did great she wasn't over the top she wasn't pushy she backed all of our suggestions um one one thing we'll talk about in a minute we let her make a a choice on something absolutely Um, yeah one of your favorite things to do it's fun I, i like doing that i do that at the bar a lot yeah um and some people cringe when you they're, say that. They're, they're like, what do you want? I'm like, you pick. And they're like, what do you mean? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. what else could I mean? Make me something. But she didn't. She was or very she was into it. Yeah, she was very into it. So I like that. She, yeah, she was um, 
I, I feel like this might not be a special now because I feel like I say it all the time, but she was one of the better servers we've had. You do say that a lot. But she was a good server. She was a damn good I'll, server, man. I'll back you up on well, that. Well, thank you. But I do say that. <laughs> I do say that a lot. And then we move on to the drinks. The, oh, my God. Uh, the drinks were a highlight for me. Absolutely. Uh, the way they came out, they were beautiful in the special glasses. Yes. Uh, mine was in like that champagne wine flute type thing. Uh, and I had a hayride. And that is a Pinot Grigio. With caramel vodka and apple cider. It was wine and vodka. And it was rimmed with that cinnamon sugar. I remember seeing that on the menu and I'm like, wine and vodka? It was very good. Really, that really is, good. That um, is a nice fall drink. When I see those that list of ingredients, I'm like, chick's name, Becky, love this drink. <laughs> or guy's name, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that's cool. That's fine. But also, um, Pinot Grigio is one of my favorite things in Earth. I love it. Yeah, but it was a perfect fall time. It drink. was very fallsy. My drink was fallsy too. And what did you have? Larry? Um. Well, I saw the um, I saw the drink on there, and I'm like, this is super interesting. It's called uh, Chai Bee's Knees. Which Bees is, knees. Yeah, that one. <laughs> it's dry gin, lemon juice, chai. And honey simple syrup. And I'm like, dry gin and chai. I love gin. I love chai. But together, like, that's not a thing that works. I have to know. So I asked her, I'm like, is this good? I love both of those things. And she's like, you'll like it. I'm like, you know what? I believe you. Let's get it. So I got it. And uh, it tastes like gin. And it tastes like chai. You can taste both of those things. And I swear it does work. I'm not a gin guy, but I enjoyed the taste that you gave me. It, it was, was damn it was good. good. It was yep. a good-ass cocktail. And it was in a beautiful glass as well, mm. not your ordinary rocks glass. Right. And the color worked. Mm. It, was, it was good, man. Yeah, very good. Uh, I go back for the drinks. It kind of reminded me of Ricochet drinks. What you mean? Elevated. You know, they have that margarita with the cinnamon sugar rim. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. I'm a, I say it all the time on this show, but our cocktails at Ricochet, I have, ain't I, nobody does it. I like 100% that. agree with you. They, ri- they rival Provecco's drinks for sure. We are better than Provecco's drinks. Uh, they're close. Food, Provecco's food, that's they're, another story. They're very close. But our drinks, come, uh, anyone try to step to our drinks, we will crush you. Anyway. So then we move on to apps. Yes. This was fun. It was, was hard. They had four apps. Yeah. Um, do you want to... I got, I got the whole menu here. You want to talk about every app they have? Right. And we had a hard cho- choice between True. three of them. Well, they do have Blistered Shishitos, which we had Stavi's Blistered Shishitos last week. Right. We so had we other Blistered Shishitos a couple of weeks... Uh, what, last season, maybe. Yeah. Um, we can't just keep talking about Blistered Shishitos. Exactly. Which, I mean, I could eat them every day. Although, you know what, Lair? What? It's about time we had a crab cake again. We ate those at the beginning, and yeah. we said we're not going to talk about crab cakes all the time. And it's been a couple seasons since we've had a good crab yeah, cake. Yeah, we also haven't had shrimp cocktail. Ooh, right. I love yeah, shrimp like, cocktail. I love shrimp cocktail, too, but like, ain't nobody's shrimp cocktail is different than someone else's shrimp cocktail. It is cold shrimp in a oh. martini glass with ice and a lemon. Oh. That shit is the same all around. Where were those ones where we got the huge... That was, was that? at... This was pre the show. This was at Abioko on my birthday a couple years ago. You think? Dude, them shrimps were as big as you. Oh, yeah. I, if they're super cold, mm, there's nothing better. But, um, so we didn't get the uh, blistered shishitos, which um, only because we had we Stavis have, have had them, last yeah. episode. And the other three were so close. Short rib egg roll they have. Which very cool pickled vegetable short rib and a in an egg roll. Very interested in that. I would have loved them. I saw um, a food runner carry them out, and I was like, oh, gorgeous. Yeah. they were gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and they had a lote hush puppies, which I think very interesting. I like that. Yeah, I like both elotes and hush puppies. So exactly. But um, we ended up doing two. We did a French fry flight, and we did the smoked salmon dip. The smoked salmon dip was the best thing that I had. It was. I push. I push my entree away to take home to finish that smoked salmon dip. 
You did. It was so good. It was so good. And I remember we went to um, Badara in Crown Point, not for the show, just to go eat and try it out. And it was awesome. And they have a smoked salmon dip there, and it's fantastic. And I remember trying it and be like, this is, this is the best smoked salmon dip. But... No, this is the best yeah, smoked salmon dip. This was so good. You got that smoky flavor, and you they, got a lot of smoky flavor. And they smoked it in house, if I recall. It right. is smoked in house. It's super creamy. Um, not a lot of frills on the plate. And I remember they set the plate down, and I'm like, "Hey, this plate is boring." But when I tried it, I'm like, oh, who cares? It's so good. But it wasn't boring. It had those grooves in it. The plate itself was awesome, yeah. but there was no and color. Then, and then the bowl matched it, but it was in black, and it also had those ridges around it. Right. Everything, it was it was pretty. Um, and that smoked salmon was sir, uh, mixed with capers and fresh herbs in a savory dip. And they served it with those long flat crackers almost like nine or ten inches long almost reminds me of communion I was wafers gonna talk about the lord's body in these crackers <laughs> it reminded me of the body of christ absolutely it reminds me of but communion. um but they taste good the body of christ tastes terrible it's like it's like paper like it tastes like nothing also i don't think the sentence the body of christ tastes terrible might not ever have ever been said you know what bothers me about communion is when drinking out of the same cup as a hundred other people. No, that's just nasty. That's that's th- gross. That's man. the definition of communion. Together, that's the definition of COVID. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, we're not going to argue that. But what really bothers me is when people come from communion, getting the host, and they're chewing it. I, I find that so disrespectful. Let it dissolve into your body. You don't chew Christ. No, that's what I'm saying. But people come away from community and they're chewing it like bubble gum. Well, no, because it's like dry and weird. Like, it doesn't, I get it. It dissolves after you put that, after the priest puts it in your mouth or if you take it in your hand. And um, then you go and you receive the wine. It dissolves. You don't have to chew it like. I've never done Catholic communion before. Well. You're not Catholic, so you're right. Would. So I, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm not allowed. Also, here's something though: if I was at a Catholic church service and they did the communion call and everyone walked up and I just went up there, they're, they're like, "Can you prove you can have this?" Oh, well, they just give it to me. No, they don't do that. So I, I could, I could just go take it. It's an honor system. It's an honor between you and God. God knows. Okay. Well. Yeah. So I'll, I'll respect that. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> so then let's talk about the French fry fry. So flight. check this out. French fry flight. On paper, sick idea. On a plate, sick idea. It looked Loved beautiful. It. Loved it. I love flights of any type. Anytime I go somewhere and they got a flight, I'm like, oh, it's a bunch of different stuff. Bring it. I'm in. And so, you got to choose three different sauces correct. from probably seven or eight choices. Nine. Nine. So the uh, the flight itself includes Parmesan fries, which are just regular French fries tossed in Parmesan cheese. Um, seasoned tots, which are just tater tots seasoned with something. It didn't. It wasn't specific. Whatever the seasoning was, there was a good amount of it. They had a lot of flavor. They were very good. And the uh, the last thing was a, a chili and cumin seasoned sweet potato fry, which I'm not a sweet potato person, as most people know at this point. But uh, I'm a giant cumin person. I love cumin. Um, so a chili cumin sweet potato, very good. Those sweet potato fries are awesome. Okay, well, let's talk about this. We they, literally are. They, <laughs> they brought the platter out, and it was full. Yes. It was beautiful the way it was presented. Uh, we'll talk about the dips in a second that we picked. But here's my thing. If you're going to offer a fry flight... Do you think those were homemade? The fries? Yeah. Th- that's really hard to tell. I don't know. I don't believe um, the tots I, were. Hell, d- no, dude, why would you homemade tots? Do you know how much work that is? Frozen tots and homemade tots? like. But I'm just saying, if that's going to be your showcase thing. It's, it, who says that's their showcase thing? I don't know. It was pretty large on the menu. Sure, and that's I enjoyed cool. it. 
I enjoyed but it. But also, you know I who thought, doesn't love frozen tots? Nobody. I thought it should have been elevated by them making the fries and the tots themselves. They may very well have made the fries. You don't know. I have an inkling they weren't. There are machines and kitchen instruments that cut potatoes into fries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just an sure. observation. Um, the tots, I'm, probably, I'm pretty sure, were just GFS tots. And there's nothing wrong with that because GFS runs the entire food industry and it's fine. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the sauces. Okay. We decided We decided I was going to pick one, you were going to pick one, and we let May pick one. Yes, we did. And she was, was stoked on it. She that. was stoked on it. I picked the beer cheese. Sure. Which is, well, do you want to talk about all what all nine sauces are? Sure. Okay. I'll just do a quick run through of the list. Garlic aioli, house ketchup, sriracha mayo, beer cheese, cilantro lemon aioli, three grain mustard, spicy mustard barbecue, smoked paprika, and basil pesto. And we dared not pick the garlic aioli because you shit on garlic aioli. I like garlic aioli. I'm just <laughs> fucking sick of seeing it everywhere, man. <laughs> so I picked the beer cheese, which was Fabulous. It, it was. It was quite good. It might have been one of the better beer cheeses that I've had. I picked the cilantro, lemon, or citrus, but that works either way, aioli. Yeah. Um, it wasn't on a burger, so I'll do it. Yeah. I didn't care for that I one as much. I loved it. Because you, you taste the cilantro, you taste the citrus, and it's creamy. It's, uh, it's acidic, and it was awesome. It was very, very good. That was my favorite sauce we had. Yeah. Well, we, we all know that I don't like the Barefoot Contessa one bit. But one thing that I agree with her That's on... That's ridiculous. She's sick, man. Uh, she weirds me out. But the one thing I do agree with her on is cilantro has no place in anything. It is so gross and overpowering. So I didn't appreciate You don't like that. cilantro at all? I don't. That's no. stupid. That's a stupid person. It's about. disgusting. So then what did what did our server pick? Travis just walked by. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I disagree. I went, but I don't like cilantro either. What you mean? Yay. Also, Travis shout out Travis wearing a merciful fade shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um also sorry for saying that's a stupid person thing. That was pretty abrasive. My bad. That's um right. so what did May suggest for us? The the spicy mustard barbecue. And we're like, well, how spicy? And she goes, Well, I don't like spicy, and it's not as spicy as a spicy McChicken. It and was pretty spicy. A spicy though. McChicken is like a McChicken with like black pepper on it. It's not that spicy. Yeah, I enjoyed it. But it was it damn was, good, man. Yeah, I, I had really, to, really liked it. I had to drink plenty of water after I had it. It was it was spicy for me, but I loved the flavors well, of it. She pitched two. She goes, it was between two. I forget what the other one was. I want to say maybe. It was it was the garlic aioli. Oh, she okay. goes well, well. What between these two? And I'm like, you bring out garlic aioli, I'm gonna burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> How dare you service it? No, garlic I, I want to go back to like four years ago, <laughs> and someone's like, "Do you want garlic aioli?" I'm like, oh my god, yes, please! It's the best thing ever. But uh, anyway, so then uh, we didn't do a salad or a soup. Uh, let's go on to the entrees. Okay, so. Their menu is uh, generally salads, different tacos, burgers, and mac and cheeses. Yes, it's um a pretty I, I would almost would say like standardized type of menu for sure. It's not it's nothing super out there by any means. I thought the mac and cheeses were so that's why I went with that. Um, I got the Tipsy Pig mac and cheese, and it was with beer cheese, pulled pork. Bacon, bourbon glazed onions, and sprinkled with pretzel dust. Yes. I could not believe the size of the portion. It came out in this huge bowl, and there was so much of that pulled pork in there. I was so pleased. It was it was a very good mac and cheese, nice and melty, comforting. Yes. I took half of it home. Uh, it was so good. And in fact, shout out to my mom. When I got home last night, I said, hey, have you eaten dinner? And she goes, no. I said, here, try this mac and cheese. And uh, she enjoyed it as well. Very cool. What did you have, Blair? I had the trail yard burger. And what is that? It is bison meat, 
uh, a blueberry teriyaki sauce, American cheese, um, I believe American cheese, and uh, sautéed spinach. The sautéed spinach really looked pretty on it. That blueberry teriyaki, I believe they called it a bariyaki, which might have been a typo on there, but it said blueberry bariyaki, and I'm like, well, grammatically, that's redundant. But, because you could have just said blueberryaki, I don't know. This could, or bariyaki could be a thing that I'm not aware of. That's also an option. Um, loved it. Loved it. Um, messy. Messy, juicy. It was juicy. It was juicy. Um, but that blueberry teriyaki flavor on the bison, because bison is, I'm not a big into gamey meat, but if I'm at a place, and they, they had also had an elk burger too, and beef, and they had beyond options and stuff. It was really neat. But I'm like, oh, bison. I've had a bison burger a bunch of times. It's, it's not rare. It's a pretty common thing to come by. And usually it's drier, right? Ah, every, I can't recall now at this point, but I, I know I've had bison a handful of times in my I think they're life. less fatty, so they're drier. But this one was very juicy. Um, but it was, uh, it had a gamey flavor for sure, but the sautéed spinach had a lot of like garlicky bite to it. And the blueberry teriyaki had like like that teriyaki zing, but uh, that sweetness and a little bit of acid from the blueberry, and it was just super good, man. I really, really liked it. That's I liked awesome. it a lot. It was on a pretzel bun, not brioche. So also, I mean, pretzel buns are kind of like that in that same world. When you're looking at a, a burger menu and you're like, wow, the word brioche is on this menu a lot of times. I don't care, but uh. It was very, very good. I would absolutely eat that burger again. That's awesome. Um, I did also just get a text message from somebody having that burger. and they're like, Argh. but he's a burger asshole, so screw him. <laughs> and then um, you, what did you have for a side? Uh, I got the regular French fries. And how were we, those? Awesome. They were great. They were crispy. They were, I mean, they were, they were French fries. You had plenty. Uh, I had a lot of French fries, but um, the burger, blah, blah, the fry, blah, Jesus Christ. Our French fry flight did not have regular fries on it. Correct. And when she's like, what do you want for your side? And she pitched all the sides. I'm like, well, four of those I have here. So give me the regular fries. I haven't had those yet. That's why I went with that. And they were, they were good. They were just, I mean, French fries, you know, nothing you've never had. Yeah. But uh, when I think French fries... When I get a massive quantity of French fries, that's always ideal. And they did it. It was a lot of fries, and I'm into it, man. Were they hot? Hell yeah. They were very hot. That's the best when they come hot out fries, hot. Hot fries, hot mountain of fries. That's, that's the, the dream of life. I love it. Uh, and then we uh, asked about dessert because there wasn't a dessert section in the menu. And what did they have? They had bread pudding, only thing they had. Right. Uh, for me, this was just eh. You're, like I just mentioned a second ago, I know a guy who's a burger asshole. Yeah. You're a bread pudding asshole. A dessert asshole. No, the bread pudding was just okay. I liked it. Was it was kind of dry. Uh, usually it's like gooey and soft, and it wasn't even warm. It was kind of like room temperature. It was very disappointing for how good the rest of the food was. I will give you that for sure. Um, a lot of times it's served with like a cinnamon sauce or a bourbon sauce. If or, it was hot and it had like a scoop of like ice cream and it was like an a la mode type of scenario, I probably would have liked it a little bit more. Hell yeah. <laughs> Travis for president, everybody. <laughs> I couldn't fill a can, so <laughs> No one in the world is as nice to me as that guy is. <laughs> so you enjoyed the bread pudding? I did. Yeah. Um, I would have liked it to be hotter with a scoop of ice cream on it, but I would put a scoop of ice cream on my face. I love ice cream for sure. Yeah. But uh, I still liked it. I ate. You had a bite of it. And I had a bite of like, it. I'm not in. I'm like, I'm going to eat yeah. all this. And I ate the whole thing. Well, that's good. I'm glad it didn't go to waste. I liked the, I liked the flavor. It was... Um, a good, I want to say there was a lot of caramel involved, and 
or brown sugar or something. I don't know. It's hard to explain. You're shaking your head no like I'm wrong. <laughs> you have to. I'm not. I didn't get any of those. I, I just, I really didn't enjoy it. I liked it. Um, and then we go on to presentation and other notes. Um, I think I've touched on this pretty much. Uh, the drinks came in those special glasses. And anyone who knows me, I love special glassware and serveware and that type of thing. Um, in fact, my mom always says, you're going to get all my you know, champagne flutes and wine glasses and that type of thing because I appreciate that. Um, and I love those app uh, rectangle plates. Uh, they were almost like stoneware. All their dishes were in black and white. Yeah. And they had those ridges on it. Those plates weighed more than me. Yeah. I mean, they were substantial. They were substantial. And they had like a like a, a raw kind of finish. Finish, Like yep. it almost felt like tile, like raw tile. Exactly. And they weighed so much. Yeah. And they were gorgeous. And I love... The, yeah, you said the ridges in there. Yeah. They were they were really cool. And I that, really like the that bowl the that the there. salmon dip came in was just the same way. It was this nice matte black little bowl. Exactly. It was. I appreciate it. But everything. I would have loved some type of color pizzazz on that. Like sprinkle some parsley or something on top of that. Like give me some. Oh, there I was no that. color going on, but the taste was it was so, so good. damn good that it, I didn't care. Yeah, I wanted. I mean, this the the serving size was substantial. Could have been more. I they almost brought me out of <laughs> I almost licked the bowl. I enjoyed it so much. It was so good. It was damn good. And uh, this is the part of the show where we take a little break. We. Go to the bathroom, get another drink if we want, um, collect our thoughts, uh, and then when we come back, we will score Trail Yard Kitchen and Bar in Valparaiso, Indiana. A lot of times before our break, um, look for we would be in our studio doing this, and it would just be like, I'd pa- I would pause it, and then we would just jump right back in. We might actually take an actual break because we are at a brewery hanging out. <laughs> Well, we've always taken bathroom breaks, or sometimes we've t- had our desserts. We brought desserts home and then tried oh, them. Sure. Yeah. Uh, this might a, be a, a pretty considerable break. All right. Well, you know. Yeah. See you on the flip side. We are back. We are. We are reviewing the trail yard in Valparaiso, Indiana. Yes. Podcasting from Viking Artisan Ales in Maryville. Yeah. Having a good time. Having a good time. I got a, a citrus slime in here. It looks like Mountain Dew. It tastes like Mountain Dew. Uh, it's tight. I like this one. Yeah. This uh, Maybe this could be like our new recording studio. We're in a special back area. Um, when I do the editing and processing, I'll see how it sounds. Enjoying some libations. Swear to God, it was libation with a V for the <laughs> longest time. <laughs> and then at the uh, Ricochet Taco event Yeah, I'm looking at week, I'm like, libation? Like, I'm like, with a B? I'm like, is this wrong? And you're like, no, that's the word. I'm like, oh. <laughs> whole, to- whole time. Libations, I thought. That libation is a word, though, right? Uh Libation. Yeah, is that is that all? B. No, but is libation a different type of word? Does it mean something else? I don't think so. No. Well, okay. Only in your head. So we are back with the scoring section. And uh, as Larry mentioned earlier uh, in previous episodes, for those of you who have not been with us before, we have five categories. Each category is worth five points. The fifth category is worth ten. We add up our points. Divide by six, and the entity gets a score out of five. Yes. So, our first category is ambiance, setting, and mood. Yes. I am giving them a four. Okay. Uh, For me, I was cold the whole time we were there. Uh, It's in the mountains. It's supposed to be cold. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Uh uh, I wish I would have brought a, like a hoodie or a jacket or something. And no, uh, in that place, you need to have on a Patagonia. Yeah, it's something. I I just was cold. Or maybe the whole like time. A, a Rafa jacket. 
I also noted that there was no music whatsoever playing. So it was kind of loud with the different uh, parties and tables yeah, sure, and the but... noise and that. Uh, and I also mentioned, uh, for me, they needed a fireplace to remind me fully of a lodge in Colorado. Sure. So my score is a four for ambiance, setting, and mood. Um. I, like I mentioned before, I have a strong, long background in the cycling industry. And this place is like mountain bike bro to a T. They nail it. Like, I can't, I don't want to drop all these like specific references, but like a, like a dude with a Yeti with like ETAP Eagle on it. Like, and his name is Bryce and he drives a Subaru he hangs out here and it's in Boulder. Um, and he shops exclusively at the farmer's market. Um, I love that type of stuff. And, uh, the, the mountain bike culture, it's a very real thing. Does your mom have a Subaru? My mom does have a Subaru. My mom (laughs) loves farmer's markets. (laughs) <laughs> she may love this place then. I think I think uh, I texted them that yesterday. I'm like, hey y'all, you guys would really like this place. You should come out here. <laughs> they would. Um But um and then inside they had this like rotating thing. I don't know how to describe it. It was like this weird live edge visu- visual on the and it had wall. A, a circle and it was huge it was like 12 foot in diameter it was really big maybe not that big maybe 10 8 but it was very large and it was spinning and on the the, the spinning part it looked like maybe one side was a sunset and one side was like a normal sky and the wood on the bottom was like mountains made of wood and it was a bunch of like epoxy blue river type of stuff um it was very pretty and i looked and i'm like that's amazing I don't know where it came from. Somebody probably made it. Well, but, uh, uh, later on in the evening, we met the owner, uh, Chuck, and yeah. he said a lot of the things. That people, bowl. Yeah, that bowl at the There's coffee counter. There's a bowl counter. sitting at the, the coffee bar that some dude made. Yeah, a um, lot of people made stuff for them, so maybe you're right. I think he just had like a piece of like burled wood, that, and he has like a wood-turning setup, and he did it there, but it was super smooth. It was incredible. Wood-turning is wild yeah it's, it's super interesting to see um but this aesthetic it resonates heavily with me just from bikes alone uh and i'm gonna give them a four and a half for that because it's 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 comforting for me i really like it good and then we go on to value okay um their menu is not crazy by any means they don't have any like super wild stuff on their menu but uh it's very good. It's it is thought out for sure. You can tell that there was a good amount of thought put into this menu. Um, I don't think anything is overpriced by any means. Um, so I guess it's just like a pretty solid in the middle of the road value. You're getting, you're spending a, a good amount of money to go out to dinner, but you're gonna have a good meal. So I'm gonna go four and plenty to take home. Plenty, plenty, yeah. yeah. Uh, portions were big for sure. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a French fr- French fry flight anywhere before. That really caught my eye. Um, I thought the serving sizes were all super substantial. Um, there was plenty to take home. Uh, for me, I thought the drinks were maybe a little bit pricey, so I'm going to give them a four for value as well. Cool, still solid. Yeah. Then we move on to service. Okay. And remember, we talked about this on a couple episodes ago. It's not, for me, the service is not only the server that's serving us at the table. It's also the people at the front. Like the host and everything. And, and, you know, the amount of time it takes coming out of the kitchen. All that, for me, is included in service. So I'm going to give them a four on service. May was outstanding, uh, great with suggestions of things to order. The food came out fast. Uh, 
Tony was hustling, setting tables, bringing out food. He brought out some of ours, as a matter of fact. The only reason I'm giving them a four is that first impression at the host stand wasn't as friendly as I want to be. I want that to be the first good impression and like, welcome to the trail yard. Um, how can we help you? That type of thing. And it, I didn't get that vibe from the two individuals that were working that host station. Oh, uh, I didn't notice anything negative there at all. We, they just walked in like, hey, how many are you? And like, there's two. Like, you have a reservation? I'm like, no. I'm like, okay, come with me. And they took us to a table. Yeah. I thought it was totally fine. Um, May was sick. She was super nice. All her suggestions and everything she knew and everything she said she liked, that was rad. Um, I have nothing negative to say about any of that. The support staff was sick. There was a couple of, like, bus kids and other people and food runners who were all doing awesome and hustling. Um, I have zero negative things to say about the service. I'm absolutely going five. Great. So then we move on to presentation. Oh, do I start this? Yes. I'm going to go three and a half. Um, the plate, the dishes themselves were awesome. Like that tiley, like we talked about, super heavy, awesome plates. Loved that. Um, color was not super, I guess, there. I don't know. Nothing was terribly colorful and visually stimulating. But everything was placed very well, which is cool. Everything worked. Um, but a little bit of pizzazz on a, the plate would have been tight just to make it like look more exciting. But I think maybe they just believe in the food that much that they're like, we don't need to do that. It's, it's, it's good. And that's, that's totally a real thing. I absolutely get that. But yeah, for a presentation, I'm going to go three and a half. Just for a lack of color, I guess. Yeah, and I'm going to go the opposite way of you on this category. Oh, I'm, giving, <laughs> I'm giving them a five. And Seriously? We, I am. And when we go to uh, fine dining establishments that we have in the past, we talk about them bringing out the food on these white china plates to showcase their food. To me, the black and white was a little bit of pizzazz up from that. Um, do you like my hand motions? Like the, I do. The, like the audience can see me moving up. Yes, he's um, doing a lot of hand stuff. <laughs> and, and the plates, uh, they were um, amplified with those ridges on there. Um, they were heavy and substantial. Um, to me, it was a step up from those classic white china plates we see in, okay. in other restaurants. So, yeah, I give them a five in presentation. Well, dang, all right. Um, and then we go to the big equality and taste, and this score is out of 10. Um, I'm going with a nine here. The smoked salmon. Damn. Sam the smoke, you don't do that. The smoked salmon tip, that was one of the better things I've had maybe since we started this podcast. It wasn't fishy at all. I love the smoked flavor of it and everything that they mix into it. It wasn't like overly saucy or dippy. Um, it was substantial with the salmon and the other flavors. It was good. Um, I love the, the crackers that it was uh, presented with. Um, and that tipsy pig, that might have been the best mac and cheese I've had out. In life? Out, not homemade, but out. Um, it was nice and creamy, very comforting. There was a whole ass pig in that. Full, full of pulled pork. Uh, it was most excellent. So yeah, I give them a nine wow. on quality and taste. Okay, I'm gonna go eight and a half for quality and taste, um, which is still very, very, very good score. Um, that smoked salmon dip was one of the better appetizers in all almost 50 episodes of this show that we've had. I would have rubbed that on my face. <laughs> it was so good. It was so insanely good. Um, 
the idea of a French fry flight gets me super hyped. Yeah, that was I unique. I love that. I, I don't think I've seen that and anywhere. And like every restaurant in the world serves fried potatoes. But, and, and a lot of places, especially places like this, they do flights normally with like beer or maybe uh, something. But never with fried potato things. And that's cool. I love that idea. I can't believe that this was the first time I've ever seen it in my life. I'm sure they exist probably all over. I've just never come across I it I agree with you. I have and not I love seen that. The, the list of sauces, super cool. Um, my burger was really, really good. It's a bit messy. That's neither here nor there. Um, that's pretty much everything. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm going to go eight and a half for quality and taste. Also, I am going to award three, three bonus points here. Wow. Never three. on this episode. What are you giving them three bonus points for, Larry? I love bikes. <laughs> I love bikes. If anyone is a bike nerd and like we have a beer and we talk like we will talk for days and we did talk to the owner yeah, we didn't get to, to i could have and I, I i did want to i would be like oh let's talk like there's so many bike things i want to talk to you about but i didn't just to like for one he might would have been like wow dude you're crazy settle down but uh i love bikes i love bike culture i love everything about it um i spent the vast majority of my 20s as a bike messenger in downtown Chicago, and then I worked at a bike shop for a very, very long time. I love bikes. Um, it was very cool to see all of this. Like, I love bikes, I love coffee, I love food. It was, it was, it was all it was everything. The only thing that would have made it cooler is like we walked in and like lag wagon was playing over the speakers or something. I'm like, I'm never leaving here. Yeah. It was a pleasure to meet both Chuck and Tony at the end of the evening. Uh, at the end, after we cashed out our bill, we went to the coffee section and we each got a coffee to incorporate in our best coffee. Yeah, episodes. The next one. And, uh, first, um, Tony came up. He's like, Hey, thanks for this. Like, what, what do you, what do you guys do? It's like, oh, we eat and we talk about it. That's 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 it. That's what we yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, super nice people for sure. I really like that. I yeah. like that they approached us and talked to us about it. That was awesome. I'm definitely going back for sure. I would love to go back there. The mac and cheese. Is I would love to have notch. breakfast at this place. I know that it's. I don't know if it's something they do, but I would imagine they could do a really killer breakfast scenario, or I like feel, a Sunday brunch type of thing. Yeah, I They'd feel like they did that. have sandwiches and that type of thing at the at the coffee shop part. So when I total up, when I total up my points, I get a total of twenty six, and when I divide by six, I get a score of four point three for the trail yard in Valpo, Indiana. Um, after the three bonus points I gave, which I've only given, I've given bonus points a couple of times. It's always always only been one. Three is huge, which and that brings them to a twenty eight and a half, which gives them a total score of four point seven five, which is a quarter of a point away from perfect. Yeah. It was a very pleasant experience. Wonderful people. Totally. Uh, definitely go back. I urge you guys to go out and try the trail yard in Valparaiso, Indiana. I can totally agree with that. If you like food, if you like cool cocktails, if you like beer. We actually didn't even mention their like substantial-ass beer list. They have uh, a lot of beer. A lot do. of stuff to pick from. A lot of local stuff. A lot of... Other Indiana stuff, a lot of Illinois stuff. They got a lot of cool beer at this place. Um, and the drinks were fantabulous. Fantab? That's a, such a ridiculous word. Um, if you like food, if you like coffee, if you like alcohol, if you like bikes, um, go to this place. Support this company and this brand. They're super nice people. Um, I love the vibe and build out and layout and everything they have going on. I thought it was very, very cool. Grab a coffee, sit out on the deck, yeah. and enjoy the morning, enjoy the evening. A wonderful place, yes. 100%. Um, big fan. Really surprised it's here. Like, it's real. Yeah. Because, like, when you're, like, you pull up there and you're like, this is in, like, Golden, Colorado. <laughs> what? Why is this in Valparaiso, Indiana? Yeah. 
I agree with you. So strange. And so much of it just like it resonated with me and hit me. And I'm like, this is so comforting for me. Like this, I, I appreciate that so much that it's there. I want to sit down with that guy and drink coffee and talk about bikes sometime. Really bad. I'm sure he would do that with you. Um, if, if you hear this, um, I, do, I do want a, a 61 centimeter all city zigzag at some point, um, probably before spring. So we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> so that wraps up episode nine of season four. Uh, as we've said, our season finale is coming up next week. It's going to be recorded at Steam Whistle Cafe in Crown Point. Love steam whistle. Uh, we have been to 12 different coffee spots mm-hmm. this season. Uh, we're hoping to get um, a handful. We got a handful hand, more we need to hit. Handful um, more. But yeah. If there's some someone uh, that you need us to um, hit up, please uh, message us on our socials. Uh, we always appreciate the input. Yeah. Uh, get your season four merch before Larry changes it out. <laughs> there's there's a one specific piece of merch that I put up there that I loved. It's a tie-dye shirt with Helvetica and a box around it. And it just says, putting bacon on everything doesn't make you interesting. It has our name in the bottom corner. Nobody bought one. And that is nuts to me because it's visually, it's very clean. It's pretty. It's a cool, like, muted purple and gold tie-dye. It's awesome. Nobody got it. So y'all, all y'all are crazy for not jumping on that because that shirt is sick. And as always, if you want something specific, uh, hit Larry up. He can design it for you, put it up, and you can buy it. Uh, We are very lucky to have the Spreadshirt company that we work with. Spreadshirt rules. If you have a brand of any type, like, and I, I work as a screen printer, like as my day job, full-time screen printer. Um, not having to print our own stuff, have to deal with inventory and all shipping Absolutely. and everything. And the only thing I have to do is design it and upload the art and then pick garments. And they do literally, they do all the fulfillment. They do literally everything. And it's free. It's free. Yeah. Spreadshirt is awesome. I've been very happy with it. Uh, we had a couple problems. Uh, I think your mom got a mug that was broken, and they fulfilled uh, replacement right away. And someone else said that something got lost, and they sent out a different Steve one. Steve Howe. Yeah. yeah. That was on his Instagram story this morning, actually. Uh, one of his Him kids was uh, feeding the goats wearing our hoodie. Yeah. So, so that was cool. We appreciate you listening to Tasty 219. Yes, uh, always. Thank tune you. into the season finale next week. And as always, appreciate you all. That's all I got, too. From Larry and I, have a good week. Take it easy. <laughs>